One day, while the Lord was crawling upon his knees, the bells on his waist ringing very sweetly, a snake came out to crawl in the yard of the Lord, who captured the snake like a curious child. Immediately the snake coiled over him. The Lord has. A child then rested on the snake, and after some time the snake went away, leaving aside the Lord. Text 22. Crandana Rachel Boila Harry Namanari Sabbat quotes Harry Bale, Pace Gordama. Translation. The Lord caused all the ladies to chant the holy names of the Hare Krishna Mahamaja on the plea of his crying, and while they chanted the Lord would smile. Purport. In the Ketanai of Navata this pastime is described, as follows, the Lord, with his beautiful eyes, would cry, but he would stop immediately upon hearing the Hare Krishna Mahamaja, when the ladies, understanding the fun of the Lord, discovered that he would cry and then stop upon hearing the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mantra, they all took it, as a clue to chant Hare Krishna as soon as the Lord cried. Thus it became a regular function. The Lord would cry, and the ladies would begin chanting the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra, clapping with their hands. In this way all the ladies of the neighboring houses would assemble in the home of Sisimata to join in the Sankirtana movement 24 hours a day. As long as the ladies continued to chant the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra, the Lord would not cry but very pleasingly smile upon them. Text 23. Translation. After some days the Lord began to move his legs and walk. He mixed with other children and exhibited varieties of sports. Text 24. Translation. One day, while the Lord was enjoying his playful sports with the other little children, Mother Sassy brought a dish filled with fused rice and sweet mix and asked the child to sit down and eat them. Text 25. Translation. But when she returned to her household duties, the child, hiding from his mother, began to eat dirt. Text 26. Translation. Seeing this, Mother Sassy hastily returned, exclaiming, What is this? What is this? She snatched the dirt from the hands of the Lord and inquired why he was eating it. Text 27. Kandaya Translation. Crying, the child inquired from his mother, Why are you angry? You have already given me dirt to eat. What is my fault? Text 28. Translation. Fused rice, sweet mix or anything eatable is all but a transformation of dirt. This is dirt, that is dirt. Please consider. What is the difference between them? Text 29. Dia M. Translation. This body is a transformation of dirt, and the eatables are also a transformation of dirt. Please reflect upon this. You are blaming me without consideration. What can I say? Purport. This is an explanation of the Mayavada philosophy, which takes everything to be one. The necessities of the body, namely, eating, sleeping, mating and defending, are all unnecessary in spiritual life. When one is elevated to the spiritual platform there are no more bodily necessities, and in activities pertaining to the bodily necessities there are no spiritual considerations. 
In other words, the more we eat, sleep, have sex and try to defend ourselves, the more we engage in material activities. Unfortunately, Mayavati philosophers consider devotional activities to be bodily activities. They cannot understand the simple explanation in Bhagavad Gita, Manka Yodvaya Nikarena Bhaktiyajina Savitsagunan Samavitayadan Brahmabhaya Kalpat Anyone who engages in spiritual devotional service without motivation, rendering such service for the satisfaction of the Lord, is elevated immediately to the spiritual platform, and all his activities are spiritual. BG 14.26, Brahmabhaya refers to Brahman, spiritual, activities. Although Mayavati philosophers are very much eager to merge in the Brahman effulgence, they have no Brahman activities. To a certain extent they recommend Brahman activities, which for them mean engagement in studying the Vedanta and Sankhya philosophies, but their interpretations are but dry speculation. Lacking the varieties of spiritual activity, they cannot stay for long on that platform of simply studying Vedanta or Sankhya philosophy. Life is meant for varieties of enjoyment. The living entity is by nature full of an enjoying spirit, as stated in the Vedanta Sutra, 1.1.12, Anandamayadhyasat. In devotional service the activities are variegated and full of enjoyment. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 9.2, all devotional activities are easy to perform, sasatham kardam, and they are eternal and spiritual, avayam. Since Mayavati philosophers cannot understand this, they take it for granted that a devotee's activities, sravanam kurdanam visnaismaranam padasevanam, etc., are all material and are therefore maya. They also consider Krishna's advent in this universe and his activities to be maya. Therefore, because they consider everything maya, they are known as Mayavadis. Actually, any activities performed favorably for the satisfaction of the Lord, under the direction of the spiritual master, are spiritual. But for a person to disregard the order of the spiritual master and act by concoction, accepting his nonsensical activities to be spiritual, is maya. One must achieve the favor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead through the mercy of the spiritual master. Therefore one must first please the spiritual master, and if he is pleased, then we should understand that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is also pleased. But if the spiritual master is displeased by our actions, they are not spiritual. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura confirms this, Yasaya Prasadin Bhagavad Prasado Yasaya Prasadin Bhagavad Activities that please the spiritual master must be considered spiritual, and they should be accepted as satisfying to the Lord. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, as the supreme spiritual master, instructed his mother about the Mayavada philosophy. By saying that the body is dirt and eatables are also dirt, he implied that everything is Maya. This is Mayavada philosophy. The philosophy of the Mayavadis is defective, because it maintains that everything is Maya but the nonsense they speak. While saying that everything is Maya, the Mayavadi philosopher loses the opportunity of devotional service, and therefore his life is doomed. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu therefore advised, Navadi Basaya Sunayohaya Sarvanasa C.C. Madhya 6.169. If one accepts the Mayavada philosophy, his advancement is doomed forever. Text 30. Translation. Astonished that the child was speaking Mayavada philosophy, Mother Sassy replied, Who has taught you this philosophical speculation that justifies eating dirt? Purport. 
in the philosophical discourse between the mother and the son, when the son said that everything is one, as impersonalists say, the mother replied, if everything is one, why do people in general not eat dirt but eat the food grains produced from the dirt? Text 31. Madura vikara enakail diha pasjihaya matikail rogahaya diha yaksaya. Translation. Replying to the Mayavada idea of the child philosopher, Mother Sassy said, My dear boy, if we eat earth transformed into grains, our body is nourished, and it becomes strong. But if we eat dirt in its crude state, the body becomes diseased instead of nourished, and thus it is destroyed. Text 32. Madura Vikara Gate Pani Bariani Mati Pindari Yave, Sosiyaya Pani. Translation. In a water pot, which is a transformation of dirt, I can bring water very easily. But if I poured water on a lump of dirt, the lump would soak up the water, and my labor would be useless. PURPORT This simple philosophy propounded by Sisimata, even though she is a woman, can defeat the Mayavadi philosophers who speculate on oneness. The defect of Mayavada philosophy is that it does not accept the variety that is useful for practical purposes. Sisimata gave the example that, although both the lump of dirt and the earthen pot are basically one, for practical purposes the water pot is useful, whereas the lump of dirt is useless. Sometimes scientists argue that matter and spirit are one, with no difference between them. Factually, in a higher sense, there is no difference between matter and spirit, but one should have practical knowledge that matter, being an inferior state, is useless for our spiritual blissful life, whereas spirit, being a finer state of existence, is full of bliss. In this connection the Bhagavatam gives the example that dirt and fire are practically one and the same. From the earth grow trees, and from there would come fire and smoke. Nevertheless, for heat we can utilize the fire but not the earth, smoke or wood. Therefore, for the ultimate realization of the goal of life, we are concerned with the fire of the spirit, but not the dull wood or earth of matter. Text 33. Translation. The Lord replied to his mother Why did you conceal self-realization by not teaching me this practical philosophy in the beginning? Purport. If one is taught from the beginning of life the base of the philosophy of duality or variety, the monistic philosophy will not very much bother him. In reality, everything is an emanation from the Supreme Source, Janmadiyasayayana. The original energy is exhibited in varieties, exactly like the sunshine, the original energy emanating from the sun, which acts as light and heat in variety. One cannot say that light is heat and heat is light, yet one cannot separate one from the other. Therefore Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's philosophy is a Sintiabedabhita, inconceivable non-separation and distinction. Although there is an affinity between the two physical manifestations light and heat, there is a difference between them. Similarly, although the whole cosmic manifestation is the Lord's energy, the energy is nevertheless exhibited in varieties of manifestations. Text 34. Ibse Janilan, Aramati Nakabaksatilijgave, Tibtamarastana Piba. Translation. Now that I can understand this philosophy, no more shall I eat dirt. Whenever I am hungry I shall suck your breast and drink your breast's milk. Text 35. Translation. After saying this, the Lord, smiling slightly, climbed on the lap of his mother and sucked her breast. Text 36. Translation. 
Thus under various excuses the Lord exhibited his opulences as much as possible in his childhood, and later, after exhibiting such opulences, he hid himself. Text 37. Abithi vipura enakalatina bera peshigupsei vipur paralanistara. Translation. On one occasion the Lord ate the foodstuffs of a Brahmana guest three times, and later, in confidence, the Lord delivered that Brahmana from material engagement. Purport. The story of the deliverance of this Brahmana is, as follows. One Brahmana who was touring all over the country, traveling from one place of pilgrimage to another, reached Navadvipur and became a guest in the house of Jayaganathamisra. Jayaganathamisra gave him all ingredients for cooking, and the Brahmana prepared his foodstuffs. When the Brahmana was offering the foodstuffs to Lord Vishnu in meditation, the child Nime came before him and began to eat them, and because of this the Brahmana thought the whole offering spoiled. Therefore by the request of Jagannathamisra he cooked for a second time, but when he was meditating the child again came before him and began to eat the foodstuffs, again spoiling the offering. By the request of Jagannathamisra the Brahmana cooked for a third time, but for a third time the Lord came before him and began to eat the foodstuffs, although the child had been locked within a room and everyone was sleeping, because it was late at night. Thus, thinking that on that day Lord Vishnu was not willing to accept his foodstuffs and that he was therefore ordained too fast, the Brahmana became greatly agitated and cried aloud, Heya Heya, what has been done? What has been done? When Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu saw the Brahmana in that agitated state, he told him, Formerly I was the son of Mother Yasoda. At that time you also became a guest in the house of Nanda Maharaja, and I disturbed you in this way. I am very much pleased by your devotion. Therefore I am eating the foodstuffs you have prepared. Understanding the favor offered to him by the Lord, the Brahmana was greatly pleased, and he was overwhelmed with love of Krishna. He was thankful to the Lord, for he felt himself greatly fortunate. Then the Lord asked the Brahmana not to disclose the incident to anyone else. This is very elaborately explained in the Ketanaya Bhagavata, Adilila, Chapter 3. Text 38. Korlanajela Prabhu Bahir Payayatera Skandhakadiela Terbuliya. Translation. In his childhood the Lord was taken away by two thieves outside his home. The Lord, however, got up on the shoulders of the thieves, and while they were thinking they were safely carrying the child to rob his ornaments, the Lord misled them, and thus instead of going to their own home, the thieves came back to the home of Jayaganathamisra. Purport. In his childhood the Lord was profusely decorated with gold ornaments. Once upon a time he was playing outside his house, and two thieves passing on the street saw the opportunity to rob the Lord and therefore took him on their shoulders, pleasing him by offering him some sweetmeats. The thieves thought they would carry the child to the forest and then kill him and take away the ornaments. The Lord, however, expanded his illusory energy upon the thieves, so much, so that instead of carrying him to the forest they came right back in front of the house of the Lord. When they came before his house they became afraid, because everyone from the house of Jaganathamisra and all the inhabitants of that quarter were busy searching for the child. Therefore the thieves, thinking it dangerous to remain, went away and left him. The child was brought within the house of Mother Sassy, who was in great anxiety, and she became satisfied. This incident is also very elaborately explained in the Adilila of Ketanaya Bhagavata, 3rd chapter. Text 39. Vyadhi Chael Jagadisa Hiranyasadain Visnu Neva Diakala Ikadisi Dine. Translation. 
pretending to be sick, the Lord asked some foodstuffs from the house of Hiraniah and Jagadisa on the day of Akadasi. Purport. The Ketaniya Bhagavata, Adilila, Chapter 4, fully describes the Lord's accepting this new prasada on the Akadasi day at the house of Jagadisa and Hiraniah. Regular prasada is offered to Lord Visnu on Akadasi, because fasting is recommended for devotees on Akadasi but not for Lord Visnu. Once on Akadasi in the house of Jayagadasa and Hiraniya Pandita there were arrangements to prepare special prasta for Lord Visnu, and Lord Ketaniya Mahaprabhu asked his father to go there to ask for the Visnu prasta, because he was feeling sick. The house of Jagadisa and Hiraniya Pandita was situated about two miles off from the house of Jaganathamisrap. Therefore when Jaganathamisrap, on the request of Sri Ketaniya Mahaprabhu, came to ask Jagadisa and Hiraniya for the prasada, they were a little astonished. How could the boy understand that special prasada was being prepared for Lord Visnu? They immediately concluded that the boy Nimei must have supernatural mystic power. Otherwise how could he understand that they were preparing special prasada? Therefore they immediately sent the foodstuffs to Lord Ketaniya Mahaprabhu through his father, Jagannathamisrap. Nimei was feeling sick, but immediately after eating the Visnu prasada he was cured, and he also distributed the prasada among his playmates. Text 40. Sisu Sabalay Padapadasar Der Kuri Kari Dravayakaya Merbalakir. Translation. As usual for small children, he learned to play, and with his playmates he went to the houses of neighboring friends, stealing their eatables and eating them. Sometimes the children thought among themselves. Text 41. Sisu Saba Sassis Thane Kala Nivadana Suni Sassipachur Pichu Dila Alahana. Translation. All the children lodged complaints with Sisimata about the Lord's fighting with them and stealing from the neighbors' houses. Therefore sometimes she used to chastise or rebuke her son. Text 42. Keen Kuri Kara, Keen Mara Hasijar Keen Paragar Yata, Kevin Madhigar. Translation. Sisimata said, Why do you steal others' things? Why do you beat the other children? And why do you go inside others' houses? What do you not have in your own house? Purport. According to the Vedanta Sutra, Janmati Asayayana, since creation, maintenance and annihilation exist in the Supreme Absolute, whatever we find within this material world is already in the spiritual world. Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna himself. How is he stealing, and how is he fighting? It is not as a thief or an enemy, but as a friend in a loving condition. He steals as a child, not because he is in want, but as a natural instinct. In this material world also, small children, without enmity or bad will, sometimes go to a neighboring house and steal, and sometimes they fight. Krishna also, like other children, did all these things in his childhood. Without the existence of the stealing propensity and fighting propensity in the spiritual world, they cannot exist here in this material world. The difference between the material and spiritual worlds is that stealing in the spiritual world is done in friendship and love, whereas fighting and stealing within this material world are executed on the basis of enmity and envy. Therefore we should understand that in the spiritual world all these activities exist, but there is no inebriety, whereas in the material world all activities are full of miserable conditions. Text 43. Suni Krodhahana Prabhu Darabhinrayana Daryatabandachila, Felila Bandava. Translation. Thus rebuked by his mother, the Lord would go in anger to a room and break all the pots within it. Text 44. 
Tibsasi Polkari Kirela Santosa Labsjivahila Prabhujni Nijadosa. Translation. Then Sisimata would take her son on her lap and pacify him, and the Lord would be very much ashamed, admitting his own faults. Purport. There is a nice description of the faults of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu in his childhood in the Ketanaya Bhagavata, Adilila, Chapter 3, where it is said that the child lord used to steal all kinds of eatables from the houses of neighboring friends. In some houses he would steal milk and drink it, and in others he would steal and eat prepared rice. Sometimes he would break cooking pots. If there were nothing to eat but there were small babies, the lord would tease the babies and make them cry. Sometimes a neighbor would complain to Sisimata, my child is very small. But your child puts water in the ears of my child, making the child cry. Text 45. Kabhum Radu haste Kala Matek Chidana Matek Merkit Dekhi Kari Krandana. Translation. Once the child, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, chastised his mother with his soft hand, and his mother falsely fainted. Seeing this, the Lord began to cry. Text 46. Nirganake, Nirikaladiha Ani Tibsis Fahaibina Tamarajanani. Translation. The neighboring ladies told him, Dear child, please bring a coconut from somewhere, and then your mother will be cured. Text 47. Bahayana Anilina Dunirikaladikiya Apurdahela Visma Translation. He then immediately went outside the house and brought two coconuts. All the ladies were astonished to see such wonderful activities. Text 48. Kabhu Sisu Sange Snana Kerala Gangit Kanayagana Alatavan Divana Pujite. Translation. Sometimes the Lord, with other children, would go to take bath in the gangs, and the neighboring girls would also come there to worship various demigods. Purport. According to the Vedic system, small girls 10 or 12 years old would go to the bank of the gangs to take their bath and would especially worship Lord Shiva with prayers to get good husbands in the future. They especially wanted to get a husband like Lord Shiva, because Lord Shiva is very peaceful and at the same time most powerful. Formerly, therefore, small girls in Hindu families would worship Lord Shiva, especially in the month of Vaisakha, April-May. To take a bath in the gangs is a great pleasure for everyone, not only for adults but for children also. Text 49. Gangasnakari Pujkarite Lajala Kenyananaman Hai Prabhuasaya Basila. Translation. When the girls, after bathing in the gangs, engaged in worshipping the different demigods, the young lord would come there and sit down among them. Text 50. Kanayarke, Emma Puja, Emmy Dibivara Ganga Durga, Dasi Mora, Mahisa, Kankara. Translation. Addressing the girls, the lord would say, Worship me, and I shall give you good husbands or good benedictions. The gangs and goddess Durga are my maid servants. Not to speak of other demigods, even Lord Shiva is my servant. Purport. There is a misconception about the Hindu religion among people who profess other religions, such as Christians and Mohammedans, who say that in the Hindu religion there are many gods. Actually that is not a fact. God is one, but there are many other powerful living entities who are in charge of different departments of administration. They are called demigods. All the demigods are servants who carry out the orders of the Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu disclosed this fact in his childhood. Out of ignorance, sometimes people worship the demigods to receive some particular boon, but actually, if one becomes a devotee and worshipper of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, 
he does not need to go to the demigods for any benediction, because he obtains everything by the grace of the Supreme Lord. Bhagavad Gita therefore condemns such demigod worship. Only persons whose intelligence is lost and who are mad with lusty desires worship the demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. BG 7.20 Yesam tisbi antagadam patam jananam punaya karmanam tedvandvam ovanarmak tabajant mandradhavradah But persons who are freed from all sinful activities and the duality of delusion engage themselves in the worship of the Supreme Personality of Godhead with determination. BG 7.28 Only the less intelligent worship the demigods for their various purposes. The most intelligent worship only the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Sometimes we, the members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement, are accused of not approving of the worship of demigods. But how can we approve of this, when it is condemned by Lord Ketanaya and Lord Krishna? How can we allow people to become foolish and hurtavnana, bereft of intelligence? Our propaganda is simply meant to enable intelligent people to understand the distinction between matter and spirit and understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the whole spiritual identity. That is our mission. How could we mislead people to worship so-called gods in material bodies within this material world? Our position of not allowing worship of the many hundreds of demigods is confirmed by Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu even in his childhood. Srila Niradama Dasafakura has sung in this connection, Anaya Devasraya Nitamar Kahanubayi Bhakti Paramakurana to become a staunch, pure devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead without deviation left square bracket and Anaya back right square bracket, one should not divert his attention to the worship of the demigods. Such control is a symptom of pure devotional service. Text 51. Translation. Without the permission of the girls, the Lord would take the sandalwood pulp and smear it on his own body, put the flower garlands on his neck, and snatch and eat all the offerings of sweetmeats, rice and bananas. PURPORT According to the system of worship, when something is offered to deities outside one's home, it is generally not cooked food, but raw rice, bananas and sweetmeats. Out of his causeless mercy, the Lord would snatch the offerings from the girls and eat them, admonishing the girls not to worship the demigods but to worship him. This worship of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is recommended in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishnavarnam Visakrasnam Sangupam Gastra Parsidam. Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Hai Sumantasalhuan should worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead who appears in this age of Kali with his associates as Pankatadva, the Lord himself and his associates Natayananda Prabhu, Sri Advaita Prabhu, Sri Gadatara Prabhu and Srivasafakura. In this age, an intelligent person worships the Pankatadva by the method of chant worship in the Western world. Its members are going from village to village and town to town with deities of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, teaching people how to worship the Lord by chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra, offering prasada and distributing it to people in general. Text 52. Krodhakanaya Ganaka, Suna, Hinimani Grama Sambamha to me Translation. All the girls became very angry at the Lord for this behavior. Dear Nime, they told him, you are just like our brother in our village relationship. Text 53. Emma Sabakara Paksai Hakarite Maduaya Nalata Devatasabshju, Nakara Eni. Translation. Therefore it does not behoove you to act like this. 
Don't take our paraphernalia for worship of the demigods. Don't create a disturbance in this way. Text 54. Prabhuke, Tomasabhak Dila Evera Tomasabara Bardahave Paramasundara. Translation. The Lord replied, My dear sisters, I give you the benediction that your husbands will be very handsome. Text 55. Pandita, Vidagata, Yuva, Danadanayavan Sadasadaputrahave, Siriu, Matiman. Translation. They will be learned, clever and young and possess abundant wealth and rice. Not only that, but you will each have seven sons, who will all live long lives and be very intelligent. PURPORT Generally it is the ambition of a young girl to have a very handsome husband who is learned, clever, young and rich. According to the Vedic culture, one is rich, if he possesses a large stock of food grains and a very large number of animals. Danyena Danavan Gavaya Danavan, one is rich, if he possesses food grains, cows and bulls. A girl also desires to have many children, especially sons, Patra who are very intelligent and long-living. Now there is propaganda to have one or two children and kill the rest by contraceptive methods, because society has deteriorated. But the natural ambition of a girl is to possess not only more than one child but at least half a dozen. In exchange for the paraphernalia of worship he usurped for himself, Ketaniya Mahaprabhu wanted to bless the girls to fulfill all their ambitions and desires. One can easily become happy and obtain the material benefits of a good husband, wealth, food grains and a number of nice children by worshipping Lord Ketaniya Mahaprabhu. Although Sri Ketaniya Mahaprabhu accepted Sanyasa at an early age, it is not necessary for his devotees to follow him by also taking Sanyasa. One can stay a householder, but one must be a devotee of Lord Ketaniya Mahaprabhu. Then one will be happy, with all the material opulences of a good home, good children, good mate, good wealth and everything he desires. Therefore the Sastras advise, Yajne Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Hi SB. 11.5.32. Evrai householder, therefore, who is actually intelligent should introduce the Sankirtana movement home to home and live peacefully in this life and go back to Godhead in the next. Text 56. Verasuni Kanayaganara Antar Santosa Bahir Bertsana Kerkari Mithai Rosa. Translation. Hearing this benediction of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, all the girls were inwardly very happy but externally, as it is natural for girls, they rebuked the Lord under the pretense of anger. PURPORT This double dealing is natural for girls. When they are satisfied within, they externally show dissatisfaction. Such feminine dealings are very palatable to boys who try to make friendships with them. TEXT 57 Kona Kanaya Palela Mevadaya Laya Terdaki K. Prabhu Sakrata Translation. When some of the girls fled, the Lord called them in anger and advised them, as follows. Text 58. Yadi Mevadaya Nadiha Haya Krapani Buddha Bardahave, Arakari Kari Samini. Translation. If you are miserly and do not give me the offerings, every one of you will have an old husband with at least four co wives. Purport. In India in those days and even until 50 years ago, polygamy was freely allowed. Any man, especially of the higher castes, the Brahmanas, the Vaisyas and particular Livaksatriyas, could marry more than one wife. In the Mahabharata, or the old history of India, we see that Ksatriya kings especially used to marry many wives. According to Vedic civilization there was no restriction against this, and even a man more than 50 years old could marry. 
but to be married to a man who had many wives was not a very pleasing situation, because the husband's love would be divided among his many wives. Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu apparently wanted to curse the girls and willing to offer him the Navadaya to be married to men who had at least four wives. The social structure allowing a man to marry more than one wife can be supported in this way. Generally in every society the female population is greater in number than the male population. Therefore, if it is a principle in the society that all girls should be married, unless polygamy is allowed it will not be possible. If all the girls are not married there is a good chance of adultery, and a society in which adultery is allowed cannot be very peaceful or pure. In our Krishna consciousness society we have restricted illicit sex life. The practical difficulty is to find a husband for each and every girl. We are therefore in favor of polygamy, provided, of course, that the husband is able to maintain more than one wife. Text 59. Translation. Hearing this supposed curse by Lord Ketanaya, the girls, considering that he might know something in common or be empowered by demigods, were afraid that his curse might be effective. Text 60. Translation. The girls then brought the offerings before the Lord, who ate them all and blessed the girls to their satisfaction. Text 61. Translation. When this cunning behavior of the Lord with the girls became known to the people in general, it did not create misunderstandings among them. Rather, they enjoyed happiness in these dealings. Text 62. Translation. One day a girl of the name Laxmi, the daughter of Vladhakariya, came to the bank of the gangs to take bath in the river and worship the demigods. Purport. According to the Gauragamadisa Oyoika, Laxmi was formerly Janaki, the wife of Lord Ramakandra, and Rukmini, the wife of Lord Krishna and Varika. The same goddess of fortune descended, as Laxmi to become the wife of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Text 63. Translation. Seeing Laxmadevi, the Lord became attached to her, and Laxmi, upon seeing the Lord, felt great satisfaction within her mind. Text 64. Sahajika Priti Ganhira Kerala Udaya Balaya Translation. Their natural love for one another awakened, and although it was covered by childhood emotions, it became apparent that they were mutually attracted. Purport. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu and Laxmadevi are eternal husband and wife. Therefore it was quite natural for their dormant love to awaken, when they saw one another. Their natural feelings were immediately awakened by their meeting. Text 65. Translation. They both enjoyed natural pleasure in seeing one another, and under the pretext of demigod worship they manifested their feelings. Text 66. Prabhu K. Backquote Emma Puja, Emi Mahesbara Amar Pujail Pabadhyasa Translation. The Lord told Laxmi, Just worship me, for I am the Supreme Lord. If you worship me, certainly you will get the benediction you desire. Purport. 
This is the same philosophy declared by Lord Krishna himself, Sarvadharman Paratyajaya Man Ekam Saranam Graja Atam Vam Sarvapapadhyo Maksayasayami Masuka Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. BG 18.66 People do not understand this. They are accustomed to flatter or worship many demigods, human beings, or even cats and dogs, but when requested to worship the Supreme Lord, they refuse. This is called illusion. Factually, if one worships the Supreme Lord there is no need to worship anyone else. For example, in a village of a limited area one may use different wells for different purposes, but when one goes to a river where there is water constantly flowing in waves, that water can serve all his purposes. When there is a river, one can take drinking water, wash his clothes, bathe and so on, for that water will serve all purposes. Similarly, if one worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, all his goals will be served. Only men who have lost their intelligence worship the various demigods to fulfill their desires. BG 7.20 Text 67 Lakshmi Tanra Enjdila Paspakandana Malikara Maladaya Kerala Vandana. Translation. On hearing the order of the Supreme Lord, Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Lakshmi immediately worshipped him, offering sandalwood pulp and flowers for his body, garlanding him with Malika flowers, and offering prayers to the Lord. Text 68. Prabhu Tanra Pujapana Hazat Lajelis Lokapati Tanra Bhava and Gikarakala. Translation. Being worshipped by Lakshmi, the Lord began to smile. He recited a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam and thus accepted the emotion she expressed. PURPORT The verse quoted in this connection is the 25th verse of the 22nd chapter, 10th canto, of Srimad Bhagavatam. The goddess worshipped the goddess Durga, or Katayani, but their inner desire was to get Lord Krishna as their husband. Krishna, as Paramatma, could realize the ardent desire of the goddess, and therefore he enjoyed the pastime of Vastrahirana. When the goddess went to take bath in the river Yamuna, they left their garments on the land and dipped into the water completely naked. Taking this opportunity, Krishna stole all their garments and sat down in the top of a tree with them, desiring to see the girls naked just to become their husband. The goddess desired to have Krishna as their husband, and since it is only before her husband that a woman can be naked, to fulfill their desire Lord Krishna accepted their prayers by this pastime of stealing their garments. When the goddess received their garments back from Krishna, Krishna recited this verse. Text 69. Translation. My dear goddess, I accept your desire to have me, as your husband and thus worship me. I wish your desire to be fulfilled, because it deserves to be so. Purport. The goddess, the girlfriends of Krishna, were almost of the same age as he. Within their minds they desired that Krishna be their husband, but because of feminine bashfulness they could not express their desire. Therefore later on, after stealing their garments, Krishna informed them, I immediately understood your desire and approved of it. Because I have now stolen your garments, you have presented yourselves before me completely naked, which means that I have accepted all of you as my wives. Sometimes foolish rascals, not knowing the purpose of the Lord or the purpose of the goddess, unnecessarily criticize from their own angle of vision, but the real purpose of vast Mirana is expressed by the Lord in this verse. Text 70. 
Translation. After thus expressing their feelings to one another, Lord Ketanaya and Laxmi returned home. Who can understand the grave pastimes of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu? Text 71. Ketanaya Kapelai Dekhi Prem Sarvajana Sasi Jaganath Dekhi Dina Alahana. Translation. Seeing the naughty behavior of Lord Ketanaya, the neighboring people, out of love for him, lodged complaints with Sisimata and Jaganatha Misrap. Text 72. Ikadina Sasi Devi Patriar Bertsiya Dari Gurjela, Patrajela Palaya. Translation. One day Mother Sassy, wanting to rebuke her son, went to catch him, but he fled from the spot. Text 73. Akistagar Tayakta Handira Aparabasiya Chena Sukh Prabhudeva Visvambhara. Translation. Although he is the maintainer of the entire universe, once the Lord sat upon some rejected pots, in the pit where the remnants of foodstuffs were thrown, after they had been used for cooking. Purport. Formerly it was the custom of Brahmanas to worship Lord Visnu daily at home and cook food in new pots. This system is still going on in Jaganathapuri. The foodstuffs would be cooked in earthen pots, all fresh and new, and after cooking, the pots would be thrown away. By the side of the house there was generally a big pit where such pots were thrown. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu sat down on the pots very pleasingly, just to give his mother a lesson. Text 74. Sassy Assy K. Kaina Susi C.H. Unal. Translation. When Mother Sassy saw her boy sitting on the rejected pots, she protested, Why have you touched these untouchable pots? You have now become impure. Go and take bath in the gangs. Text 75. Ihasuni Matek Kahila Brahmajnana Vismatahaya Madhapirela Snana. Translation. Hearing this, Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu talked his mother about absolute knowledge. Although amazed by this, his mother forced him to take bath. Purport. The absolute knowledge explained by the Lord to his mother is described by Srila Bhakti the note of Akira in his Amrata Prabhabhasaya, as follows, the Lord said, backquote, Mother, that this is pure and that is impure is surely a worldly sentiment with no basis in fact. You have cooked foodstuffs for Lord Visnu within these pots and offered the foodstuffs to him. How then can these pots be untouchable? Everything in relationship with Visnu is to be considered an expansion of Visnu's energy. Visnu, the super soul, is eternal and uncontaminated. How then? May these pots be considered pure or impure? Hearing this discourse on absolute knowledge, his mother was very much astonished and forced him to take bath. Text 76. Kabhu Patra Sange Sasi Kerala Sayana Dekh, Divyaloka Asi Barala Bhavana. Translation. Sometimes, taking her son with her, Mother Sassy would lie down on her bed, and she would see that denizens of the celestial world had come there, filling the entire house. Text 77. Sassy Bail, Yata, Patra, Balahabi. Translation. Once Mother Sassy told the Lord, please go call your father. Receiving this order from his mother, the Lord went out to call him. Text 78. Kalite Karin Nupira Bage Janjhan Suni Kamakitahela Pinamadaramana. Translation. When the child was going out, there was a tinkling of ankle bells from his lotus feet. Hearing this, his father and mother were struck with wonder. Text 79. Misrake, Ibata Adbutakahini Sijur Suni Apade Keen Nupiradvani. Translation. Jaganatha Misra said, This is a very wonderful incident. Why is there a sound of ankle bells from the bare feet of my child? Text 80. 
Sassy K. Radika Buddha Dekila Divaya Divaya Loka Asi Angana Barila. Translation. Mother Sassy said, I also saw another wonder. People were coming down from the celestial kingdom and crowding the entire courtyard. Text 81. Kibakilatila Kare, Bajhite Matpari Kaki Vastuti Kare, Anamanakari. Translation. They made noisy sounds I could not understand. I guess they were offering prayers to someone. Text 82. Miss Rabale, Kichuha UK, Sinta Kichu Navis Vemhara Rakusilaha UK, Aimatrake. Translation. Jaganatha Misra replied, Never mind what it is. There is no need to worry. Let there always be good fortune for this Vambhara. This is all I want. Text 83. Ikadina Misra Patra Rasi. Translation. On another occasion, Jaganatha Misra, seeing the mischievous acts of his son, gave him lessons in morality after rebuking him greatly. Text 84. Rachors Vasna Dek, Ika Asi Brahmana Misrir Kahe Kichu Saros of Akana. Translation. On that very night, Jaganatha Misra dreamt that a Brahmana had come before him speaking these words in great anger. Text 85. Misra, Tumi Patra Ratatva Kichuhai Najana Dirtsana Dadanakara, Patrakari Mona. Translation. My dear Misra, you do not know anything about your son. You think him your son, and therefore you rebuke and chastise him. Text 86. Misra K. Diva, Sita, Muni Kin Neha Ye Se Bataha UK Matra Amaratanaya. Translation. Jaganatha Misra replied, This boy may be a demigod, a mystic yogi or a great saintly person. It doesn't matter what he is, for I think he is only my son. Text 87. Patra Rolalana Siksa, Pinara Svadharma Ami Nasik Hail Kesh Janai Dharma Marma. Translation. It is the duty of a father to educate his son in both religion and morality. If I do not give him this education, how will he know of it? Text 88. Viprake, Patra Yadi Deva Siddha Hayas Vedah Siddha Jnana, Translation. The Brahmana replied, If your son is a transcendental mystic boy with self-effulgent perfect knowledge, what is the use of your education? Purport. The Brahmana Jaganatha Misrap saw in his dream told him that his son was not an ordinary human being. If he were a transcendental person, he would have self-effulgent knowledge, and thus there would be no need to educate him. Text 89. Nizam K. Patrakin Nehnere Anatathapi Pinaradharma, Patrarasiksana. Translation. Jaganatha Misra replied, Even if my son is not a common man but Narayana, still it is the duty of a father to instruct his son. Text 90. Imate Don Hikarina Dharmara Vikara Visyata Vatsalaya Misrara, Nadhi Jain Era. Translation. In this way Jaganatha Misra and the Brahmana discussed the principles of religion in the dream, yet Jaganatha Misra was absorbed in an alloyed parental mellow and did not want to know anything else. Purport. I am the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10.8.45, it is said, Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is worshipped with exalted hymns by all the Vedas and Upanishads and by great personalities through Sankhya Yoga in the mode of goodness, was considered by Mother Yasoda and Nanda to be their own little son. Similarly, Jaganatha Misra also considered Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu his beloved little boy, although he is worshipped with all veneration by learned Brahmanas and saintly persons. Text 91. Eda Vijajala Hana Anandita Misrajajaya Hila Paramavismata. Translation. Being very much pleased, the Brahmana left after talking with Jaganatha Misra, and when Jaganatha Misra awakened from his dream, he was very much astonished. 
Text 92. Bandhu Bandhavas Thane Svatnakahila Sunaya Sakala Loka Vismadahila. Translation. He related the dream to his friends and relatives, and every one of them was very much astonished to hear of it. Text 93. A Madasisa Lilakargur Kandra. Dine Dine Pinamadara Badaya Ananda. Translation. In this way Yaratari performed his childhood pastimes and day after day increased the pleasure of his parents. Text 94. Kad alm misra patra rahate kadigila alparalm vetisafela axara sikila. Translation. After some days Jaganatha Misra inaugurated the primary education of his son by performing the hate kadi ceremony. Within a very few days the Lord learned all the letters and combinations of letters. Purport. The twelve fella, or combinations of letters, are called rifat, murdhaniya, cerebral, nat, tataviya, bintal, nat, ma, ya, ra, la, va, ar, ar, el, and. At the age of four or five years, on an auspicious day called Vidyarambha marking the beginning of primary education, there is a ceremony worshipping Lord Visnu, and after that the teacher gives the child a long chalk pencil. Then, guiding the hand of the student, he instructs him how to write the letters of the alphabet, a, a, i, etc., by writing big letters on the floor. When the child is a little advanced in writing, he is given a slate for his primary education, which ends when he learns the two-letter combinations, which are called fella, as mentioned above. Text 95. Translation. This is a synopsis of the childhood pastimes of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, placed here within chronological order. Vrindavana Dasafakura has already elaborately explained these pastimes in his book Ketanaya Bhagavata. Text 96. Ativa Enilil. Translation. I have therefore made only a brief summary. Being afraid of repetition, I have not elaborated upon this subject matter. Text 97. S. in Ruparagunathapadjara Asaketanaya Karatamradake Krishnadasa. Translation. Praying at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Ragunatha, always desiring their mercy, I, Krishnadasa, narrate Sri Ketanaya Karatamrata, following in their footsteps. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the Sri Ketanaya Karatamrata, Adilila, 14th chapter, describing Lord Ketanaya's childhood pastimes. Chapter 15. The Lord's Pagandalila. A synopsis of the 15th chapter is, as follows. The Lord took lessons in grammar from Gangadasa Pandit and became very expert in commenting upon grammar. He forbade his mother to take grains on the Ekadasa day. He narrated a story that Visvarupa, after accepting the Sanyasa order, invited him in a dream to accept Sanyasa also, but the Lord refused and was therefore sent back home. When Jagannatha Misra passed away, the Lord married the daughter of Vladhakariya, whose name was Laxmi. All these events are summarized in this chapter. Text 1. Kumana Sumanastvam Hyati Yasaya Kadavjaya Tam Ketanaya Prabhum Translation. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of Lord Ketanaya, because simply by offering a Sumanas flower at his lotus feet even the most ardent materialist becomes a devotee. Text 2. Jaya Jaya Shri Ketanaya Jaya Natayananda Jaya Advaita Kandra, Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrindha. Translation. All glories to Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. All glories to Lord Natayananda Prabhu. All glories to Advaita Akariya. And all glories to the devotees of Lord Ketanaya. Text 3. 
Agandalilara Sutrakariyagnana Agandambayas Prabhiramukhaya and Hyana. Translation. Let me now enumerate the activities of the Lord between the ages of 5 and 10. His chief occupation during this period was to engage himself in study. Text 4. Pagandalila Ketanaya Krishnasaya Visilvistradavidaya Rambhamukha Panigrahanatamanohara. Translation. The pastimes of the Lord during his Paganda age were very extensive. His education was his chief occupation, and after that his very beautiful marriage took place. Text 5. Gangatis Apanditis Thane Padina Vyakarana Sarvana Machur Kandakala Sutra Vratigana. Translation. When the Lord was studying grammar at the place of Gangatis Apandita, he would immediately learn grammatical rules and definitions by heart simply by hearing them once. Purport. Srila Bhaktivinodafakura says that the Lord was given lessons by a teacher named Visnu and another teacher named Sudarsana. Later on, when he was a little grown up, he was under the care of Gangatisa Pandita, who taught him grammar of a higher standard. Anyone serious about studying the Sanskrit language should first learn grammar. It is said that simply to finish studying Sanskrit grammar takes at least 12 years, but once one learns the grammatical rules and regulations very nicely, all other scriptures or subject matters in Sanskrit are extremely easy to understand, for Sanskrit grammar is the gateway to education. Text 6. Alpakal Hela Panji Ticket Pramanasira Kalarapaduaya Jainhaya Namana. Translation. He soon became so expert in commenting on the Panjitika that he could win victory over all the other students, although he was a neophyte. Purport. Srila Bhaktivinodafakura says there was a commentary on grammar named Panjitika that was later explained very lucidly by Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Text 7. Adhyayana Lila Prabhuradasavrandavana backquote Ketanaya Mangal Kala Vistaridurnana. Translation. In his book Ketanaya Mangala left square bracket which later became Ketanaya Bhagavata right square bracket, Srila Vrindavana Dasafakura very elaborately described the Lord's pastimes of study. Purport. The Ketanaya Bhagavata, Adilila, chapters 4, 6, 7, 8, 9 and 10, are a good reference for the studious pastimes of Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Text 8. Ikadina Madara Paid Kiriya Pranama Prabhu K. Mana, Mordiha Ikadina. Translation. One day Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu fell down at the feet of his mother and requested her to give him one thing in charity. Text 9. Madabail, Tidiva, Yatumi Majid Prabhu K. Ikadizit Ananakib. Translation. His mother replied, My dear son, I will give you whatever you ask. Then the Lord said, My dear mother, please do not eat grains on the Ikadasi day. Purport. From the very beginning of his childhood life Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu introduced the system of observing a fast on the Ikadasi day. In the Bhakti Sandarbha by Srila Jivagasvami there is a quotation from the Skandapurna admonishing that a person who eats grains on Ikadasi becomes a murderer of his mother father, brother and spiritual master, and even if he is elevated to a vacant planet, he falls down. On Ikadasi, everything is cooked for Visnu, including regular grains and dahi, but it is enjoined that a Vaisnava should not even take Visnu Prasada on Ikadasi. It is said that a Vaisnava does not accept anything eatable that is not offered to Lord Visnu, but on Ikadasi a Vaisnava should not touch even Mata Prasada offered to Visnu, although such Prasada may be kept for being eaten the next day. It is strictly forbidden for one to accept any kind of grain on Ikadasi, even if it is offered to Lord Visnu. 
Text 10. Sassy K. Nakiba, Bala I. Kahila Sei Hamite Kadasi Kirite Angela. Translation. Mother Sassy said, You have spoken very nicely. I shall not eat grains on Akadasi. From that day, she began to observe fasting on Akadasi. Purport. It is a prejudice amongst smart Brahmanas that a widow must observe fasting on Akadasi but a woman who has her husband should not. It appears that before the request of Lord Ketanaya Sisimata was not observing Akadasi because of her being Sabava, which means that her husband was living. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, however, introduced the system that a woman, even if not a widow, must observe the Akadasi day and must not touch any kind of grains, even those offered to the deity of this new. Text 11. Tibnis Ravis Varuparadikyaya Yavana Kanaya Kahividahadite Karalina Muna. Translation. Thereafter, seeing this Varupara grown up youth, Jaganatha Misra wanted to find a girl and arrange a marriage ceremony for him. Text 12. This Virupasuni Garachati Palila. Sanayasakiriya Turfakari Virjela. Translation. Hearing of this, this Virupa immediately left home and went away to accept Sanayasa and travel from one place of pilgrimage to another. Text 13. Suni, Sasi Nisrara Dukhai Hela Monatib Prabhumadupitarakela Asbasana. Translation. When Sisimata and Jaganathamis heard of the departure of their elder son, Visvarupa, they were very unhappy, but Lord Ketanaya tried to console them. Text 14. Balahela, Visvarupa Sinaiasa Kerala Petrakuya, Matrakula, Duadherala. Translation. My dear mother and father, the Lord said, It is very good that Visvarupa has accepted the Sinaiasa order, for thus he has delivered both his father's family and his mother's family. Purport. It is sometimes said that Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu did not approve of the acceptance of the Sinaiasa order in this Kali Yuga, because in the Sastra it is said, Asvamentum Babalambhum Sinaiasam Palapetrakam Devaranasutat Padam Kalapam Kavivarjayat Ianthis Kali Yuga The performance of the Asvamenta Yajna or Gamenta Yajna, sacrifices in WH itch a horse or cow is offered, should be avoided, as should the acceptance of Sinaiasa, the renowned said order of Iif. Brahma Devarta Purana, Krishna Janmakanda 185.180 Nevertheless we see, that Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu himself accepted Sanayasa and approved of the Sanayasa of his elder brother, Visvarupa. It is clearly said here, Balahela, Visvarupa Sanayasa Kerala Petrakula, Matrakula, Duadherala. The refer, should it be thought, that Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu made statements that are contradictory? No, actually he did not. It is recommended that one accepts Sanayasa to dedicate his life for the service of the Lord, and everyone must take that kind of Sanayasa, for by accepting such Sanayasa one renders the best service to both his paternal and maternal families. But one should not accept the Sanayasa order of the Mayavada school, which has practically no meaning. We find many Mayavati Sanayasas simply loitering in the street thinking themselves Brahman or Narayana and spending all day and night begging so they can fill their hungry bellies. Mayavati Sanayasas have become so degraded that there is a section of them who eat everything, just like hogs and dogs. It is such degraded Sanayasa that is prohibited in this age. Actually, Srila Sankarakarya's principles for the acceptance of Sanayasa were very strict, but later the so-called Mayavati Sanayasas became degraded because of their false philosophy, which propounds that by accepting Sanayasa one becomes Narayana. Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu rejected that kind of Sanayasa. 
but the acceptance of sannyasa is one of the items of the Varnasrama Dharma. How then can it be rejected? Text 15. Emi Takaribatoma Dunhira Sivanasunayasantustahalapinamadrahmana. Translation. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu assured his parents that he would serve them, and thus the minds of his father and mother were satisfied. Text 16. Ikadina Nevadaya Tambula Kaya Bumite Padala Prabhu Asatanahana. Translation. One day Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu ate beetle nuts offered to the deity, but they acted as an intoxicant, and he fell down on the ground unconscious. Purport. Beetle nuts are an intoxicant, and therefore the regulative principle. 